Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the Soccer Talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, Cameroon has qualified for the World Cup. Therefore, Algeria, their adversary for this match, is out of contention, meaning they are out. Cameroon is in, Algeria is out. So that means that Riyad Mahrez, the Manchester City star, unfortunately will not be in Qatar. And that's really, truly unfortunate. And, you know, Riyad Mahrez, really, the dude is just absolutely amazing. You know, I would I'd probably say I would have him as my favorite Manchester City player, uh, aside from uh, Kevin De Bruyne. You know, <clears throat> saying that Riyad Mahrez, you know, did participate in the second leg, you know, as well as the first one. You know, unfortunately, even though his side lost, look, Algeria did their absolute best. Riyad Mahrez did their absolute best. You know, it's unfortunate because out of these two, only one team will make it through. And both teams fought their heart and soul out, their their sweat, their blood, their tears, you know. And, you know. There's nothing I can do to take anything away from Algeria because, and I would never want to take anything away from them. Because basically, what I'm saying is they might they might not have qualified for the World Cup, but Algeria did the best they they could. They did not give up. They stayed it the entire game. So although they did they don't qualify, they're not going to Qatar. Algeria deserves respect. No doubt about it. The most unfortunate part for Algeria is that this is their failure to qualify for the World Cup back-to-back. You know, it's unfortunate that, you know, in 2019, when they won the Africa Cup of Nations, you know, it was really believed that moving forward, you know, their future would be bright. But, you know, how uh, just not long ago, earlier this year, when their title defense of the Africa Cup of Nations title went so horribly wrong... You know, you kind of saw that this Algerian team is really, you know, is really not as good as they were just, you know, two years prior. And I said to myself, well, if they were to let this affect them moving forward in World Cup qualifying qualifiers, you know, it's it's tough. But I don't want to I don't want to think that Algeria let their horrible Africa Cup of Nations uh, Title defense really getting to their head. I mean, maybe it did, maybe it didn't, but you know, it, it's irrelevant whether it did or not. Because the bottom line is, Algeria should have just moved on. But you know, and I can't say whether they did or didn't. So, because whatever, right now at this point, whatever the reason is, you know, and I'll, and I'll stick to this: Algeria did not get the job done, but they tried. They stayed in it. They did their best. And there's that. So they deserve respect for that. And and Cameroon, you know, in their case, you know, after um. They couldn't, you know, win the title. You know, they just recently hosted the Africa Cup of Nations title. And let's not forget, Cameroon missed out on the tournament back in 2018. 
And back in 2018, when Cameroon failed to qualify for the World Cup, they failed to qualify as the reigning defending Africa Cup of Nations champions. So that is still haunting them. So they wanted to make up for that. So they recently finished third, I believe, in the Africa Cup of Nations uh, championship. Okay. So going from that and all, and then you know to um, qualify for the World Cup, you know, they still have a, a bit of pride in that. So. So really, at this point, honestly, yes. So yeah, they did actually. Yeah, they got third place. They beat Burkina Faso in match for third place. So, <clears throat> so Cameroon really had to prove a point that you know that, that Cameroon you know is kind of building up a, a current, with a, with a current generation. I mean, Cameroon right now has a decent amount of talent. You know, of course, there's Vincent Aboubakar who actually did not start the second game. Uh, there was actually talk about that he was apparently injured. I believe. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I'm actually going to take a look at the, the from the stats in the first game or from the first leg, I should say. Yeah, it did say that you know something about uh on, Martin, on two days ago that there was an up an update about his injury. So I'll, I'll pull I'll pull that up. Yeah, it was before the team left to go to Algeria. Yeah, so yeah, it was on Friday yeah, because uh, let's not forget Cameroon actually lost the opening game. In Cameroon, yeah, Algeria took the win in the first leg, which was in Cameroon. So Algeria already had the already had the uh, the advantage. So, well, I, go, I don't know if I would say the advantage because you know they won the first one, so the away goal was dual. I mean, I don't, I guess, didn't take full advantage, but <clears throat> so so Cameroon was already at a bit of a disadvantage, you know, being down, you know, one nothing on aggregate, and then when that's Abu Bakal, you know, the team's best player picks up the injury. I mean, that really puts. Uh, them at risk, you know, moving forward because you know without their best player, it's tough. I mean, he had a, a problem. He had a, a problem with his heel, and apparently there was pain aggravations. I mean, he, he wasn't obviously a hundred percent. So, you know, and uh, Vasa Abubakar, as we know, he was the top scorer of the two thousand twenty one Africa Cup of Nations. Scored eight goals in seven matches. So, you know, w- without Abubakar, things w- would be brutal. But. Abu Bakal didn't actually start the match, uh, the second leg, and you know, and Cameroon turned out okay. I mean, actually, you know what? I, I, I shouldn't even say that they turned out okay. I mean, Cameroon really, you know, I, I've talked about the in the previous previous episode about you know certain teams qualifying, and I'm sure y'all have noticed I've I've done them separately by episode. That's actually kind of what I do to basically keep things from being mixed because you know I've had you know, well, I don't really need to get into that, but you'll probably notice I've been it's, it's just to keep the content flowing. But, <clears throat> well, okay, maybe I'll, I'll tell y'all. The reason why, you know, a lot of episodes are divided, like, you know, one subject at a time is because is, is I've noticed that a lot of the listeners have, have been really appreciative of it. Like, be, because, you know, it, it gives them one thing to look forward to at a time, and then I got, and I keep getting the content out there to them, and they appreciate the constant content coming to them, so, so there you go. But anyway, the second leg, I mean, the way it went, man... <laughs> See the fact that after ninety minutes, Cameroon was up one nothing. I mean, that's one one on aggregate, okay. But then you know the fact that Algeria won one nothing in Cameroon, you know, so it's one one with the away goals rule. It's still a tie because both teams after regulation had one goal on the away side, so it's still tied a tie when you think about it on aggregate. So that's why extra time was inevitable. And then in the hundred eighteenth minute, Algeria scores, and we think that that's it. That's it. Cameroon is on the verge of failing to qualify for a consecutive World Cup, and that would not be good. But god damn it, in the final closing seconds of the game, 
Cameroon finds a way to pull through, and boy, did they pull through in a very exciting and convincing fashion. You know, you talk about not never giving up, how we have to give Algeria, Algeria praise and credit for not doing that. We have to give the same amount of praise and credit to Cameroon because they, because they did the same thing. Although we should probably give them a little bit more credit because they qualified for the World Cup. But at the same time, not taking away, repeat, not going to take anything away from Algeria because there's no reason to. No reason to whatsoever. Algeria deserves respect. Cameroon deserves respect. Man, just the way it ends, like 118th minute, Algeria ties it, and it looks as though they would be pulling through, and then Cameroon just gets it done, and they get it done in, in Algeria too, so, you know, talk about these freaking thrillers, man. You know, Egypt versus Senegal was quite a thriller. I mean, I swear to God, you know, I should have said this in the episode, but Algeria versus, excuse me, Senegal versus um, Egypt was, it's, it's kind of like one of those thriller high action films, you know. It's just, it, 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 it starts off a little slow, but then it all of a sudden gets interesting. And then the intensity gets a little bit higher, a little bit higher, a little bit higher, a little bit higher, a little bit higher. And boom, you are on a roller coaster slash action thriller. You know, th- that's why I love so much about these kinds of games. And this game basically turned like that. I mean, a last second high action thriller was basically how the ending of Algeria and Cameroon went. Big time. Oh, man. It's just, uh. It, it, it's incredible. You, you know, when we talk about these amazing matches when we see from the African nations. You know, and when people really say that I'm wrong, that that Africa, that, that these nations in Africa can't have exciting matches, I, I tell people, you're out of your fucking mind. I swear to God, more often than not, the African nations, they have the most, the more thrilling and interesting matches than, than the European heavyweights. I mean, African football is something super unique. You see a lot of things in African football that you don't see with the European football. You see these high-action thrillers, you know, these endings like that, that that are caught to you by surprise. You're freaking blindsided from it. Af- the African football, folks, it's something awesome. I enjoy watching it. It's amazing. You know, I enjoy watching the European football. I enjoy watching you know, the North, North, North American as well. You know, it's all different and unique in their own way. But the thrillers, the high-action thrillers, the roller coaster games that you see with the African nations, my God, I'll ask yourself after these games, how the hell are you not entertained? I mean, seriously. But anyway, congratulations to Cameroon. Félicitations au Cameroon. C'est vraiment dommage pour les Algériens. It's a damn shame for the Algerians because, you know, you know, honestly, when you love soccer and appreciate it like that for more than me, even though, you know, I heavily root for the French national team and the United States national team, you know, overall, I try to, I, I try to basically go to a point where I just want to sit back and enjoy the game. And while I do enjoy rooting for my main countries, I sit back and enjoy the games, like watching and respecting Cameroon, respecting Algeria, Senegal, Egypt. Basically, what I'm trying to say is I'm a sports writer that loves soccer and I just enjoy watching the game. Sometimes you have to relax. Like when France is already qualified, so I don't have to worry about that. So I can relax a little bit, but I still got to wait for the United States. But you know, watching Algeria and Cameroon, Senegal and Egypt, and Sweden versus Poland, all the other matches, you know, I was paying attention to. You can just sit back and relax and just expect the unexpected, and you're gonna have a hell of a story. You're gonna have a hell of a story and a hell of content to put up on, the, on an amazing show. And again, thank you to everybody who's been so supportive from the beginning of the show and. 
when they show the appreciation of me putting out episodes separately based on subject by subject, I mean, when Alex explained that it's better that way because, you know, it's one subject at a time and, you know, I don't have to confuse everybody. And, you know, I keep that because I always have more and more content coming. You know, everybody appreciates it. So to all the loyal listeners that show their appreciation to how I do things, you know, I, I got to tell y'all, you know, I appreciate you guys. You know, and the pattern that we've built is, you know, you guys, you guys have strongly supported me, and I strongly support you. You know, I got your back, you got mine. So, thank y'all, everybody, thank y'all very, very much. And anybody who's anybody who's listened to the show, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Keep up the good work, and please share this with your friends and your family, and anybody that appreciates and loves soccer, because believe me, Internet FC is the show for you. And Internet FC, ladies and gentlemen, is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening. I'll see y'all next time. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.